The Fight Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Winbet. Winbet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosting parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, Winbet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $500 risk-free sports bet. Download the Winbet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We'll support you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use your promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com and the promo code SGP. We'll support you by PicksWise. PicksWise is the number one app for free sports betting picks, props and parlays. Download the free PicksWise app now to make your next bet better. And finally, are you the best football better in the US? Odds Crowd challenges you to prove it with their free-to-play fantasy betting contests. Each week, there is a $350 NFL contest and a $250 contest. Go to oddscrowd.com right now to sign up. My name is Anthony Oluwafemi Olasheni Joshua. It's all about unity. Look at all the people in this place from different backgrounds, different places, and we all come together for the love of sport. So unity, man, there's power in the people. I love this country. Most of my dreams came through here. Bringing Usyk to heavyweights will bring some new spirit to heavyweight division. And he definitely needs to fight Anthony Joshua. Get him in the ring and I'm not going to spark out. I'm the best IBF, IBO, WBA, WBO champion of the world. That's who I am. We're both beasts, we're both lions in the jungle, and the best man has to win. You are listening to the fight show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. You can follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter. That's at the SGP Network. That's at the SGP Network. You can also follow me on Twitter. I am the host of the Soccer Gambling Podcast, and I'm coming off the first ever 9-0 full podcast sweep for my Scamessa Italia, my Serie A podcast in midweek. A 9-0 sweep. And you can follow me on Twitter at SGP Soccer. That's at SGP Soccer. You can find my additional content over at lockbetting.com. That's lockbetting.com where I've guided my clients to 99 months in a row of transparent track profit. And this month in the month of September, we are about to deliver month number 100 with £2,121 of profit. That's good for over $2,700 for the month of September. So for over eight years, I haven't had a single losing month. So if you want all of my official plays, head over to lockbetting.com. At this time, I'm going to bring in my special guest here. He's a boxing expert, sports gambling expert here, and he has helped us win plenty of money on the sport and other sports as well. I'm going to bring in my buddy, Jeff Cohen. Hey, Bill. How you doing? Not too bad. This is uh, one of the rare times I'm talking to you, and I have seen you this week because I don't see you as much this week. <laughs> but, but we were watching some real fighting, weren't we, on Monday for, yeah, at, at, at the WWE? We was, mate. And if, um, look, Joshua Usek's going to be a great fight, but 
let's be under under no illusions at all that Drew McIntyre beats both hands down. <laughs> <laughs> there was this thing where they were they were keeping Drew as the champion for as long as possible so that um he could he could do something with Tyson Fury, but then the pandemic got in the way. That whole the whole plan behind that Drew McIntyre title run when he got it was to do something the following year with Tyson Fury. All got messed up. Because that, that other mania was supposed to be um at the new at the new arena in um in Los Angeles. It was supposed to yeah, be well, SoFi. Yeah, a SoFi not right not the not the Raiders, the uh Chargers. Oh, okay, because Los Angeles Raiders, uh, Las Vegas Raiders, now that um, got a new stadium there, haven't they? That's my my NFL team. Yeah, they're they're in, they're in Vegas, so this one was in Los Angeles. Yeah. So they were going to oh, go. Yeah, sorry, they yeah. were going to go at SoFi, and uh, they were going to oh. do something with Fury and Drew. But I don't. I think that's all going to be. Um, it's all like water under the bridge, and I'm not sure if they'll come back to it. I'm not sure if Fury can uh, keep hold of his belts, but that's a month away. We'll talk about that. Can you imagine a situation where? We're talking about AJ versus Fury and trying to get to that, and they just have to plod their way past these two mandatories, which these two are being talked about. And I, I just don't know if it's that going to be that simple. I, I feel like one of them will end up losing, but Fury's a bigger favourite to beat Wilder than Joshua is to beat Usyk. Before I get your views, I need to run through all of the odds, and as I do that, you may be able to to hear something that you that stands out. So. AJ is now the 4-9 to favourite to win this fight, which has come down a bit because he was a wider favourite than that before. Um, it's 20-1 to the draw. It's 9-4 to on Usyk. It's 11-10 to on AJ to get this fight, TKO, KO. It's 3-1 to decision. 6-1 to Usyk, TKO, KO. 4-1 to via decision. Uh, I'm going to go to the over, uh, sorry, the group round bets because I like those usually. Um, AJ rounds 1-6 to at 5-2. to AJ rounds 7 to 12 at 9 to 4. I know a lot of people like that. Uh, Usyk rounds 1 to 6, 20 to 1. Usyk rounds 7 to 12 at 12 to 1. And the over under rounds here have um, under 6 rounds at 10 to 3, 6 round over 1 to 5. Under 7 rounds, 9 to 4. 7th round or over 1 to 3. Under 8 rounds, 13 to 8. 8th round or over 1 to 2. Under nine rounds, six to five. In the ninth round or over at four to six. I think that's something I like. Uh, tenth, uh, under ten rounds, ten to eleven. Tenth round or over ten to eleven. And round eleven, under eleven rounds, eight to eleven. Eleventh round or over tw- um, even. Sorry. And uh, fight to go to distance, six to four, yes. And uh, four to seven, no. So that's the main markets that I wanted to look at. Anything sticking out? I mean, to be fair... Um this is a real intriguing fight, you know, um, because when you look at it on the face of it, you've got everybody's, you know, just everybody's thoughts at the initial on the face of it is that, you know, Joshua's a heavyweight, Musex um, are blown up cruiserweight. Joshua's going to be too big for him, going to be too powerful for him, et cetera, et cetera. But when you break it down, uh, rumour is that Joshua's coming in the lightest he's ever been. He's lost a lot of weight. He's you can see the pictures up. of that already, yeah. You can see that. And Usyk has bulked up a lot. So we're talking about a stone, less than a stone in size difference, when previously you've probably seen two, two and a half stone difference. So first and foremost, has, I don't know the answer to this, but has Joshua's main threat of having that size, obviously he's a bit taller, he's got a bigger reach, but having that weight size, that was one of his, his, his main weapons, one would think. That's gone now. So 
you know, when you look at the heavyweights, a stone isn't a great deal. And it's certainly not going to affect punching power. As, as coming from coming from a boxer, boxer's perspective, because that's that's what you are. Why would he do that? Is he is he worried about losing these rounds because of speed? No, I'll tell you why he's done that. Because he's in against behind Tyson Fury, probably the most elite level pugilist in the division. Usek is you know Lomachenko at heavyweight. He moves. He, he he is the perfect fighter. Hit and don't get hit. So I think Joshua knows he can't just go in and bang him out like he likes to do. If he tries that, he'll go looking for the big shots. And when you go looking for the big shots, that's when A, you don't land them and you get countered, or B, you start blowing. And Joshua's got got um, form of going into fights and. But was uh, but wasn't that him. wasn't that his one route to victory? Wasn't the knock? It wasn't wasn't the the powerful shot. It, the one route it was, to victory. But you know what? You know, Usek has never really had his chin tested as much. You know, Derek Chisora caught him. If Joshua lands his big shot early doors and, and Usek doesn't doesn't go down, what's he got then? I think Joshua literally is trying to become that more polished fighter. You know, like like Pichko, um, Vladimir, who he could fight or he could land. And the reason, in answer to your question, I think he's lost the weight. He knows this is going to be a boxing match, not a slugfest. Because um, if he turns it to or tries to go into a slugfest. Is he good enough? I don't think Joshua's good enough to go land flush clean or someone like Usyk, who is a real high-level, top elite-level operator in the division. So, uh, going back from what we're saying initially, one of my one of my shouts is: I believe this fight goes the distance. No one's getting knocked out. I don't think Usyk probably got the power to knock Joshua out. You know, he can he can stagger him and put him down, but I don't think he knock him out. And I don't think Joshua's got the ability to land clean on someone as good as Usyk. That's my thought. So I think this is going the distance. So if he's going the distance, then we've got to look at points. Um, I think, you know, Joshua's going to be the, the aggressor. So the judges like to see that. We're in England. You know, it's matchroom judges, blah, blah, blah. So I think really there's a couple of, couple of long odd bets that I like the look of. I think, the, I think it goes the distance. And I think rather than just backing Joshua to win on points, you can get, and I've said this before on the other shows, you can get so much better value if you can call the exact um, decision. So, for argument's sake, you can get 14 to 1 for Anthony Joshua to win a split decision. Or what I like, you can get 22 to 1 for Joshua to get a majority decision. Now, a majority decision is three judges, two go with one fighter and the third judge calls it a draw. Right. The split decision, obviously, is two judges will go with one fighter and the third judge will go with the other fighter. So I think it's going to be that close that you can look at a split decision, possibly for either fighter, but, but you know, favouring Joshua because it's in England and, and, and I believe he'll be the aggressor and I believe the judges will like to see that. So, you know, if you want if you want your your your, your stone bonker for me or your, your, um, lock. your lock, as you like to call it, you would go the fight to um, be 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 won by decision, but if you want that extra value bet, which I'd like to give, I think a majority or split decision for Joshua is a very good bet. Uh, but it won't be easy, mate. This is going the distance. I'm certain of that. My immediate bet that I circled, and it's a little bit shorter price than yours. It's four to it's four to six. So you win a hundred and you get one hundred and sixty seven back off a hundred. Was was the fight to go ninth round or over? So that, I, yeah. I I wanted to collect so. You collect your money after eight rounds. Yes. yes. So, so that that's it. Twenty four. You've watched twenty four minutes of this fight where they're trying to 
engage in a pugilistic battle and 24 minutes in you cash that leaves you um that eliminates the risk of someone being considerably yeah. be, considerably behind so say that hasn't worked out for aj and he is six two down after eight if yeah. he chases that fight he does carry the knockout power to to turn that around, and that, and that may be his only option. So you alleviate that risk by taking my yeah. bet. But obviously, Jeff's has given you a little bit more value. The thing is, is this week I, I was talking to one of my my casual friends who who is talking about this as somewhat of a foregone conclusion. And um, as they all are, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, a lot, a lot. This this seven to twelve bet. Joshua around seven and twelve is being banded around a lot. It almost seems too easy to them uh, that okay, Usyk will is difficult to stop in the first six, but seven to twelve, AJ will get him, and I and I and I get that. But my my philosophy around that was well, if he doesn't, I feel like if both men are standing and they see the final bell, Usyk wins, um, and that that's that's been my theory from the beginning. Why why would that not be correct? Well, that was that was the, my third bet. So I gave you the two sort of real long odd ones because I know when we do these, normally, you know, you, you've got such a great record across pretty much all the sports. Um, whilst it's normally short, you know, it's short odds, but a win is a win, and, and you know your record stands up against anyone. But I always like to counter that so we can give the punters, you know, your your guaranteed ones, and I give them a couple of longer ones, like when I chose Fury against Klitschko all them years ago at four to one. And my third bet was was um, the uh, actual method of victory, um, which was just a points win for USEC, which was 4-1. to one. Because I'm with you, Bill. If it goes the distance, 12 rounds, which I believe it will, USEC is a better fighter. And I also think that you're going to see a combined Joshua's, you know, new slimline, shall we say, frame, um, and... Usek's more powerful frame. I think Usek's a better, better boxer, you know, in, in the truest terms. So I think Usyk could, late rounds, 8, 9, 10, 11, you know, if Joshua's not carrying that, you know, that extra frame, he's not landing them big shots, and he's got history of gassing quite a lot, you know, I can see Usyk really putting it on him, those those championship rounds, you know, 10, 11, 12. So the third bet, and I know I've kind of, people say, oh, you covered all bases. Well, I haven't really. I've given you exact an exact decision you know, for Joshua to win two, 14 to 1, 22 to 1, and a 4 don't, to 1. Don't, listen, don't worry about these people. I just went, I did an Italian podcast in midweek. It was nine, yeah. it was nine and oh. So yeah. ain't nobody saying yeah. shit to me this week. I've, I've got some very, <laughs> I, I, I've got some uh, very good credit in the bank. So well, you this is it. You get, I get, I get some of these idiots who come out and say you've covered all bases. Yeah, I've covered a Joshua win on points, or I've covered a covered a Usyk win on um, on points. But look at the free prices: twenty two to one, fourteen to one, and four to one. You know, if that's if that's covering all bases, then I'll cover all bases because that's huge odds. So um, what I'm saying is I think this goes to distance. I think Usek will get stronger as the fight goes on. The longer the fight goes on, the more dangerous it's going to be for Joshua because Usek is such a good boxer. He is an elite level, you know, from amateurs all the way up. I don't think he's ever been put down. You saw him when Derek Chisora tried to put it on him. He just took it, took it, took it, and then, then, then broke him down. Um, and I just think, Joshua is going to have to go at some point. He's going to have to go for that knockout punch, and now when you go looking for it, that's when you're you're most vulnerable against someone like Usyk. A couple of price boost specials here. You can have Usyk to win by KOTK with seven and with seven to twelve. 
um, sorry, Usyk by TKO KO in round seven to twelve, or by a decision put together, and they're giving you four to one on that. that so that's that, not a bad. Again, my theory of it: the later it goes, that's not a bad odds because. You know, well, it's I the just, same. It's the same as a four to one somewhere else, but you get it. You get the seven to twelve added on yes. as as part yeah. of the special. Um, yeah. And you've got Joshua by KO TKO with Europe to win, retain the Ryder Cup at eight to one as a special. That's another story. I've had a couple of bets on the Ryder Cup actually, but that's another story. If you, we can do a, a minute or so on that, but, you could do. We could do a minute on that at the end. But like yeah, in terms of this fight, um, and sort of summarising where we're at, I I clearly feel. That Usyk's been disrespected. Um, I, I feel that the the what the, what's getting close to one to two at the moment is four to nine. I still think it's too short. I think people are, are realizing that. I feel if this fight is here at the end, he should win the fight. But winning the fight and being given the fight, as we've seen over the years with a lot of Canelo fight, a lot is probably unfair. I think yeah. certain Canelo fights, shall we say, because I think that over the years. For me, he has, he has actually become the pound-for-pound pound number one. And, yeah. and, and I, I mean, we haven't seen that fight yet between um, Errol Spence and Crawford, which I think, once they do it, will actually t- determine who is one and then Canelo will be number two until I think he gets that decisive victory over Triple G. But I think, yeah. I think all of those, those... I think all of those four in, are, are still in the top five. I don't put any of these heavyweights in the conversation as good as people think... That that fury is, and and as good as his dad thinks he is, for me the pound for pound conversation ends ends with those four, and then obviously your Lamachenko's etc. But um, I think that's unfair to say that to Canelo. But it's not unfair to say it about boxing. It's not unfair. It's not unfair to say stuff about home decisions, uh, promoter related decisions. So realistically, yeah, Usyk can win this fight, but. How does he? How how much does he need to win the fight to actually win the fight? Does he need to get eight clear rounds, well, nine that, clear rounds? That's the thing. You you know as well as I do. If it's close, then they're going to give it to Joshua. Exactly. Close. I think I think he needs, and it ain't it ain't you know like he can't can't not do it. I think he needs a knockdown. You know, even if it's a flash knockdown, because if he gets that ten eight round in the bag, combined with his ability to fight and, and to miss shots. And, you know, he is heavy-handed. Look at Tony Bellew. He felt that. Tony Bellew has come out and said... Now, we know Tony, Tony Bellew is fully in the camp, matchroom camp. He's come out and said, this will be Joshua's hardest fight of his he's, career. Usyk's in the matchroom camp too, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, but what I'm saying is, is that Bellew is, is, a, is a firm... No, but yeah, I just wanted to sort of, sort of yeah, address, yeah. That, address that for listeners. Just because I want to just say, yes, they're both in a matchroom camp. But people are... Some, some, some smart ass is going to go... Uh, you guys were talking about um, yes, cool. t- talking, talking about them being yeah. with it, being in the yeah. same cup, same judges, uh, being yeah. one being swayed by the judges when they were the same promotional team. Yeah, but Tyson Fury's come out this week and said, "I would never fight Usyk. He does nothing for me. It's not worth it. It doesn't yeah. matter if he wins. He can't speak English. He can't promote a fight. He's a nobody." Yeah. That's what Tyson. Yeah. So that that we've we've seen that in in boxing over the years where you have people with these phenomenal records who can't get. Any fights. I mean, Andre Ward didn't get decent, didn't get a yeah. decent fight or a decent payout yeah. or a decent pay per view for years, and well, he's, ne- he's never lost. It, uh, let's be honest. It, it, if Deontay Wilder was promoted by Eddie Hearn in the and was British, he'd be he would be the biggest star in sporting history. With that, imagine that knockout power. What he got it's because he was an American. No one knew who he was. He's been, he's been managed all wrong. 
And I think um, going back on the pound for pound as well, I think we've, everyone's overlooked Josh Taylor, who's a unified, undisputed champion. Um, and, you know, you've got to put him up there, um, the, the Scot- Scottish guy. But um, I just think... I overlooked that, Tiafimo as well. But... Yeah, yeah, in a way as well, you know, the... Um, the the Japanese lad, there's 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 two or three in there that are, are right up there. But I just think you're you're right. And Usyk has been overlooked. And the problem you've got is that is that all of nowadays it is made the cash, and that is the casual fans. And all the, you know, even if you get a casual who knows a little bit about boxing, they just overlook it. Josh, you will win by knockout. You know, the, you know he struggled with Povetkin um, at points. Now you've got to remember that. The, the Usek is a similar fight to Povetkin in the sense he's not got that, you know, that that I guess that mean streak, but he's a, he, he's Eastern European, you know, he's got that that um, ability to box, but he's a lot younger and he's, yeah, a he's lot not touching. Jumping. He's not touching forty, is he? So he's no, going to be a lot he, quicker. He's going to be a lot quicker, and, he, and he's in his prime. You know, Usek is in his prime now, and you know, he's only just really come through as a heavyweight in a couple of fights. But Derek Derek Chisora, who's you know been a, a good steady fighter, tried to put it on him, couldn't. And I just think Joshua uh, is um, testimony to the fact that he knows that he can't come in and bang him out. So he's got lighter and lighter because um, he, with the big muscles and that, he was gassing. Um, and, and this is going to go the distance. And I think he knows that. If he's carrying 16 stone, you know, in rounds 10, 11, 12, whatever Joshua was, 17 stone at his heaviest, then he's going to gas. And, and Usyk can really put his foot on the, on the, on the pedal then. What, why, back to- why, do you, why do you make the fight and accept the fight where you need to make... Where you've, I mean, is this a realization? It's mandatory, was not it? You had to take it. But but do you make this? Re, but do you make the? Re, is the realization hit you during camp or when when you're preparing for this fight that you need to pr- approach well, it differently? Or, yeah. or, or would he have known from the beginning when he was well, scouting Usyk, like you know, months before the fight was well, made? I think, I think they go. So obviously, in their their pre-fight um, analysis um, and the camp, they're going to know that Usyk is absolute top level and they're going to know that to, to land flush and bang him out you're not going to walk in okay and do to Usyk what he done to say Povetkin or what Dillian White done to Povetkin you know that's not going to happen so I think what they've done is they um they're going to uh they're, they're going to be looking at the fight beforehand and thinking do you know what we need to to to, to give this ourselves the best chance of winning this and going out and looking for the big bang against a fighter that doesn't look for that. This is the thing. When you've got someone like Dillian White who goes out to look for that big shot and Derek Chisora, you can fight fire with fire. You know, literally the first person who ever lands it's going to win, but he ain't going to land that against um, Usyk. So they've been quite intelligent in that they've come in and they've said, right, I think we're gonna have, we know we're going to have to box. We're going to have to box this guy. Joshua has become a better fighter as he's got older, you know. He does box a lot better when he came through initially. All of the fights was a stoppage, you know, ref coming in the middle and stopping the fight. Now he's shown against um, the likes of um, Andy Ruiz, you know, Joseph Parker, that he can box, okay. He's not a bad boxer, but he's not at the level of Usyk. So I think he knows he needs to box better and he's improved it. Yeah, they're not giving away Olympic golds. No. They're not giving away Olympic golds. No, exactly. And Joshua is Olympic gold as well. So he knows he can box. um, And that's the thing. He's going into it now. And I think he, you know, he's probably been told by his, his coaching team, go and box, take the first six rounds steady, let's, you know, feel his way into the fight, see where he's at. If he can let Usek taste the power and then do it, but don't go looking because you go looking, you're going to get countered, and Usek, you know, hits a punch as well. So I think they they know, and in answer to your question, I think they know, and they've come in 
and the, and the reason they've come in light and the reason they've come in, you know, knowing they're going to have to box to win this fight, not just bang him. Uh, last question. How, how would you feel on Saturday night if Joshua comes in, implements this plan, wins a points decision, but it's not a points decision where anybody has different things on the card. It's You can clearly see yeah. that Joshua has actually outboxed him. Has, then, has actually... Would you would you be impressed to the point where yeah. you would be picking him to, to beat Tyson Fury if he can pull this no, up? I would never pick him to beat Tyson Fury because Tyson Fury can go in against Joshua and win how he wants to. Tyson Fury, if he wants to outbox him 12 rounds, he will. If he wants to go in cronk-style gym and put it on him, I believe he can as well. Um, and also believe, you know, psychologically, he'll have the better of Joshua. But that's another story. But in So it wouldn't, question, it wouldn't impress you at all? That, uh, no, no, listen, to answer your question, if Joshua goes in and as you say outboxes Usek and wins clearly to a point where we both come on to the next show and say do you know what that was clear I'll give him massive credit because he was never a great boxer but he has got better and better as I say the second Ruiz fight showed that so if he does do that and wins it I'll have to come back on and say do you know what he's beaten an absolute elite level fighter he's outboxed him for 12 rounds and he's won you can't give nothing but massive credit for Joshua for turning it around from being a banger to, to do that, you know, is not an easy... You need to change your boxing style or adapt your boxing style on a heavyweight is not easy. So I would say massive well done. And, and you can't... Well, what's crazy is I almost feel like these, these casual Joshua fans that are going in for to see a knockout, if they come away with a points decision, they would almost feel like that Joshua is going backwards. Whereas I would actually see it as a, as a forward step. You can get... Like, it's, yeah. it, it, I, I, the expectation here is that with the extra power, you should be able to to catch the guy with, with a punch. I think that's the that's the finish that a lot of people are anticipating. But to go out there and outbox Alexander Usyk, and if you don't think that that you don't think that's a a monumental victory, yeah. I, I think you just don't know boxing. And and I think the the weight, the height, all this stuff, the reach, it's been slightly overblown. Usyk comes yeah. in with um, a seventy eight inch reach. Joshua's eighty two. Uh, Joshua's six six. Usyk six three. Um, he's unbeaten, 18 wins, 13 by KO. So yeah. he isn't this small cruiserweight pugilist no. who wins fights on points. He's won most of his fights yeah. via knockout. He's six foot three. So, you know, when, when Joshua has, has made these, um, has, has cut down a little bit, they're not going to look massively different, especially with no. what Joshua's done. So with this whole like, oh, he's going to go out and put it on this little guy and Usex miles too small for him, I, I wouldn't, but but way way too much into that, especially if a bro- if a boxing match breaks out here, it's going to be a lot closer than you're than this, you're thinking. That's, that's the thing, Bill. You know, I say uh, from what I've read, they're going to be less than a stone between the two. You know, and that is that is a fair heavyweight contest. Then you know, um, yeah, he's got the reach. Um, but again, going back on it, the first um, the first uh, Andy Ruiz fight. Andy Ruiz is a really good fighter. He doesn't get credit. He's got fast hands, probably faster hands than Usyk. Um, but Andy Ruiz is a very very good fighter, very um, very skilled amateur fighter. So Joshua, really but he's struggling. a fighter. That, he's a fighter that lost power when he yeah. when he took loads of weight off. Well, that's could... the thing, and, and, and Joshua, you know, the first fight, Joshua went in against him and struggled with him, you know, and struggled with this, this guy who can really box. But I'm saying know? that Ruiz has lost power when he did what Joshua did and he's turned yeah. and slimmed down. He, yeah. he, he didn't knock anyone out in his last fight, so... Well, well, I think Joshua had a lot more power than Ruiz ever had, um, but what I'm saying is is that he's... Um, Joshua has, um, has, has really... Will, will really struggle with Ruiz, or did really struggle with Ruiz, so therefore... You could find that he does the same thing um, with uh, 
with Yusek. You, you know, we don't know. We're just, uh, we'll have to watch. But I just think it goes the distance, Bill. And I think your bet for the stone bunk bet of four to six for it, for it to be over nine rounds is, is the bet. Well, ninth, ninth the round, value. the ninth round needs yeah. to start, yeah. Yeah, and my, my bet was the extra little bit of value, um, you know. And let, let's, uh, I think we just enjoy it. But yeah, no, I will give him massive credit. If he box, outboxes Yusek, you can't, even even if you don't like the fella, which some people don't like him, and I don't particularly dislike him, I don't particularly like him. It's just in the middle for me. For me, but, it's, for me it's the supporters. It's, it's not really Yeah, but that always happens. We've said this before, Conor McGregor's of the world, you know, Man City fans of the world, Chelsea fans of the world, they're all the same, you know. They, they latch on, you know, and, and then they move. And... and uh, it's one of them ones. I just think that it's going to be a good fight, and I just think it'll go the distance. Um, I really do. I don't think Joshua's going to knock him out. Um, so it'll be really interesting, mate. But there's some. There's. I wouldn't have too many bets on it. If you want, you you guarantee go for that. If you want a little little bit of a flutter than the ones I said, to, I believe I'm going to go for. Well, I'll be there. I'm going to actually be there while I watch him for oh, the. Wow. It'll yeah. be the second time I've watched him, but like in a first time in a massive stadium. So, so yeah, I'm yeah. looking forward to it. Anyway, um, where can we find you for everything? Um, um, on Twitter at Left Hook QPR, so it's at and then Left Hook QPR. Did you want to do your minute on the Ryder Cup? Yeah, I was going to say very quickly. Um, this um, this Ryder Cup, I mean, I love my golf. I've won a lot, um, and obviously, again, on the face of it, it's the. What did you hit? The other, what did you hit recently? You get some something stupid this week, didn't you? On golf, oh, I got hundred. Yeah, I took a hundred to one, <laughs> hundred to one uh, winner. On the uh, on day two, I backed him of the. Uh, it was a Swedish lad. I can't remember his name, but the uh, the Dutch Open, hundred to one, we got him at, um, and I had another another winner, um, which was um, one of the American tournaments. But on the on the um, the Ryder Cup, it's always about the American individuals against the Team Europe, and it is that. But do you know what people are underestimating? The the Americans have also got a real team mentality on two or three of their pairings. You've got people like um, Chauvet and Cantlay are, are good friends. You've got Justin Thomas um, and um, the lad that he, he's going to play with. Um, they're friends, you know, they're, they're, and, they go, and, and, and Morikawa and DJ, you know, so it's like you've got these pairings that actually do get on. Yes, you've got the ones who don't like each other, Brooks Kepka and DeChambeau, but when you look at the American side, it is insane. When you look at the, the amount of um, major winners in it and whatnot, European or Europe have got that team mentality. But I've picked just a couple of little bets out. I've picked um, the up-and-coming star, Victor Hovland, of Europe to be the top European point scorer at 7-1. to one. And I've also looked at Rory McIlroy because he will play all five matches. And there ain't, ain't probably only Rahm and McIlroy that will play all five matches to be the top point scorers. And um, McIlroy... He's a decent price. I think he was. Uh, I think I got him at. Um, I think it was. I have to double check. Actually, I can't remember. It's a very good price on it. So it's just a couple of little ones there, but um, it will be really good. And I think you'll find that the um, that the Europeans um, will put up a good fight, but the Americans will win it. Um, they're just too. They've got too many individual um, brilliance throughout the throughout the team. So yeah, I'll, be interesting. I'll try and squeeze it in over this weekend. We've got yeah. buddy. Chelsea, Man City um, happening on Saturday. Then going over to the Joshua fight, NFL on Sunday as well. Um, Ryder Cup going on at the same time. It's one of them UFC card as well. So yeah, it's loads, loads going on weekend uh, this weekend. It's one of those. All right, mate. Thanks for thanks for coming on. No I'll, worries. I'll let you go. Cheers, mate. Cheers. See you soon. Bye. So there you have it, professional boxer Jeff Cohen, one of my best mates, coming on here. 
to talk to you about the Joshua Usyk fight. We've made loads of money with Jeff coming on. He's not just a professional boxer, he's a professional better as well in terms of the money he makes in, in boxing and on golf as well is, is insane, which is why he's desperate to talk about the, the Ryder Cup there. Um, I'm inclined to agree with pretty much everything that he said. It was a lot of the stuff that I thought going in. I already circled um, ninth round or over as my lock here for the show. So all you need for that is the ninth round to start. You can take this as over 8.5 at better odds, but you'll need half of the ninth round to cash it if if over 8.5 is all you have available. But I think that's going to be the lock on the show. I agree. I have seen uh, AJ slim down. I do think there's a strategy there where if he cannot knock this guy out, he is going to try and, and outbox him. That's going to be very, very difficult. Difficult. That makes Usyk a live underdog. I see absolutely no value on Anthony Joshua at somewhere close to uh, minus 220 here in this fight. So simply for the ninth round to start at 4-6 to six minus 150, that's going to be a lock here on this edition of the fight show. I say this edition of the fight show because you're going to get two fight shows on the same weekend because there is a UFC pay-per-view this weekend and of course every UFC pay-per-view is covered by me here on the fight show on the sports gambling podcast network so make sure that you check that out also check out my additional content over at lockbetting.com which will include all of my official plays and the uh, European show as well which is a special podcast where we look at all of the soccer games from around Europe that's from the leagues that we don't cover on the soccer gambling podcast and then we condense it down onto one podcast podcast or into one podcast i should say so make sure that you check that out if you want to get my nfl content my nfl content is over at the dirty sheets that's primarily my feed where i cover pro wrestling but every year me and my colleague cav we have been covering the nfl season and we have been successful at that so if you want to hear my thoughts on the nfl head over to the dirty sheets and subscribe to that feed and you'll get my nfl content every week of course all of my official plays are over at lockbetting.com and of course as i mentioned my soccer content is all on the soccer gambling podcast we have a load of stuff coming out for this week of course as i said another edition of the fight show here on the sports gambling podcast network we have scamessa italia coming off that nine and oh on the last episode of scamessa italia so we have another scamessa italia this weekend and of course the epl show as well strong strong showing in the epl last weekend it went eight and three so so far this season i have an eight and two an eight and two a six and four, a seven and three, and an eight and three last weekend. So make sure that you check out the EPL show on the Soccer Gambling Podcast. And finally, on the Soccer Gambling Podcast in midweek, we will be breaking down Champions League match day two. We're looking at a selection of games from the match day two slate and breaking them down over at the Soccer Gambling Podcast. So make sure you check out all of my content and subscribe to my podcast. But for now, that's it from me. Good luck with all your bets as always. And thanks for listening.